Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thanks for joining me again today. And yesterday I talked out of Galatians chapter 6 after I told you some stories of tragedy and situations going on and, and how we have to deal with things. And when we deal with them correctly, God can use things for his glory. And I pray that God would use you for his glory. And I talked out of the sixth chapter of Galatians, and I'm going to continue on in that after I have a word of prayer. But I pray that God is blessing you this day. I pray that things are going well. I pray if you're having issues, whether it's with your family, whether it's with your finances, whether it's with your health, or whether it's your spiritual welfare right now, that you give it to Jesus. Our Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you asking you to walk with every listener today. Walk with them. Give them strength in their weaknesses. Give them health if they need better health. Give them a greater desire to serve you. Be with their spiritual walk. God, help us to be bold and strong and live by the Spirit and walk in the Spirit. Lord, I thank you for the Church of Galatia. I thank you for the Apostle Paul sharing with these people and encouraging them, encouraging them to make good decisions and good choices. And Lord, I pray every day that we make great choices and we walk in the light of God. We have a world that so desperately needs people to stand up for truth. Lord, help us today, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 7 of chapter 6 of Galatians, the Apostle Paul says, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Folks, that's powerful. You're going to reap what you sow. You're going to reap what you sow. What are you sowing? Are you sowing good things? Are you sowing things that are having a positive effect on the kingdom of God and eternity? But it says those who uh, sow from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. I want eternal life with Jesus Christ. I want to walk with him every day in this, on the streets of gold in the, the great city and the joy of living in the presence of Almighty and the joy of never having to worry about death or dying or situational things, but to live in happiness and joy. Some people say, well, how can we live in happiness when we know someone's not here? Because I don't believe you'll know they're not there. I believe that God will uh, do and work in our minds because it's going to be a happy place. It's be no place for sadness. So I just, we just need to make sure that we're walking with God and make sure and to do our part to have our family and our friends know God too. He says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Now, I like this. Verse 10, chapter 6, verse 10. Therefore, as we have the opportunity, let us do good to all believers. Treat people well. Treat people with love. Give. Give of yourself, give of your time, give of your energies, do things that will touch somebody else's life. And then it says, but not only do you give to people, he said this, he used the word, especially, especially, especially those who belong to the family of believers. In other words, your church family, 
Do things for your church family. I am so blessed by my church family. And of course, I, I am just now, this week, finishing my 35th year at Cloverdale Church of God. And I am so blessed to have a church family that has loved me, that has taken care of me, has blessed me beyond measure. I am so thankful. I'm so thankful for my family at the legislature who have blessed me just by their kindness. In fact, just recently, right before Valentine's, one of our sergeant-at-arms, Kim, she she gave me a beautiful Valentine's tie. She blessed me with that tie that I could wear, and and uh, it talks about love, and it's just beautiful. But you know what? We are so blessed to be a part of the people of God, and He wants to work in our lives in, in just a mighty and powerful way. And the question is, will you let him? Will you let him? What is holding you back from selling out to Jesus? What kind of excuses are you using? Now, I think the COVID excuse is, is long gone by now. I think it's time to really serve him and stop worrying, but to be happy and trust in God and make great decisions. I still think people ought to make great decisions about their life and about their health. I think we ought to wash our hands often and, and make good decisions in who we deal with. And if someone is sick, that we stay away from people. I, I certainly, those are practical, common sense things. But sometimes we get caught up in the world and we use it for an excuse. And suddenly people are falling away from God because they use it as an excuse. They don't want to take a chance. Even though they'll be out in the world, or they'll go to dinner with somebody, be in a restaurant, but they don't want to be in the house of God. No, uh-uh. That's, uh, that's too dangerous. Well, folks, that's up to you. But it's, uh, I know one thing. I want to be in the house of God. I want to worship him with everything I have. And just and I've got a few minutes left. I want to go back to the fourth chapter of uh, Galatians and, and sharing a little bit about Paul's concern for them. So he says this in verse 8. Formerly, when you did not know God, you were slaves to those who by nature are not gods. But now that you know God, or rather known by God, how is it that you are turning back to those weak, miserable forces? Do you wish to be enslaved by them all over again? He's telling people that have started following God and started turning away. Why would you do that? Why, when you know God, you know the power of God, and you know the Spirit of God, and you know what the future holds in God, Would you turn your back on him and go back to the things of the world? We see it all the time. Churches are decreasing in attendance today. They're going backwards, not upwards. We need to move forward. We need to be difference makers. We need to stand up, not to be enslaved all over again. He says, you are observing special days and months and seasons and years. I fear for you that someone I have, I've wasted my efforts on you. Paul's saying, man, I've, I've, Soak my life into you. I've preached to you. I've shared God's truth with you. And you listen for a while, and then you turn your back. People, there's many out there, even some listening today, that if you've turned your back on God, you are not serving him like you should. You say, well, pastor, you're being harsh. No, I'm gently, gently telling you, you have turned your back on God. It is time to turn to God. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to give you strength and to give you peace and to really move forward in your walk with him. He goes on to say, I plead with you. You know what plead means? He just do everything you can to get him to listen. He says, I plead with you, brothers and sisters. Become like me, for I became like you. 
You did me no wrong. As you know, it was because of an illness that I first preached the gospel to you. And even though my illness was a trial to you, you did not treat me with contempt or scorn. Instead, you welcomed me as if I were an angel of God, as if I were Christ Jesus himself. Where then is your blessing of me now? I can testify that if you could have done so, you would have torn out your eyes and given them to me. Have I now become your enemy by telling you the truth? See, people don't like hearing the truth. People do not like hearing about things they shouldn't do. That's why a lot of people don't read the word. They don't want to be convicted to do things differently. We should want to be convicted to do things that are right. I know many people who have turned their life around. When my dad was 16, he was a he he used to steal and did all sorts of things. He was lived on a big farm ranch in in California raising fruit and one day, one day when he was 16, God got a hold of his heart. And in the middle of the orchard, he fell down on his knees and he cried out to God. And from that moment on, God changed his life. He went to every place that he'd ever stolen anything and he gave back to them. People didn't even know he had stolen from them, but he said, I'm sorry, I did this. I'm following Jesus now. I want I want to make it right with you. And he paid everybody back that he had stolen from, not many, but there was a couple that he had and, and he shared the truth. And from that point on, my dad was a prayer warrior from 16 on. I mean, he just spent time alone in the middle of the fields praying for God. He had such a incredible relationship with God. He came from a family that none of them were very, didn't know God hardly at all. And uh, dad was the one who stuck out. And dad ended up going to Bible college and all the way to Oregon. And his life was changed because he stood up for the things of God. And when he had an experience with Jesus, folks, I'm telling you what, it was an experience. My question is, have you had an experience with Jesus? Have you had an experience with Almighty God? Have you allowed him to penetrate your heart and your mind and to be everything he wants you to be? I didn't say you'd be perfect. I didn't say you'd have to give up everything in a world that you that you do. I just said, do you love Jesus so much that you would follow him? You would listen to him. If you haven't, ask him today. Say, Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Lord, give me strength to press on. Help me to be the best man or woman that I can be and to be led by your spirit. And Lord, help me when I, when I seem to start falling to lift me up. And God, that you would surround me with people that will help me, brothers and sisters in Christ that would encourage me. Give me people to talk to, people to, that would pray with me. There's a lot of people who pray with you. I will pray with you anytime you ever want me to pray with you. And many people in my church would do the same, and my staff. And we want, we want to be people who call upon God. We want to have that freedom in Christ to stand firm in things he has for us. You know what? Let's not be burdened by the things the world puts on us. Let's not get caught up with the world and all those things. Oh, this is good. That's good. Everything's good. You want to be happy? Just do as you please. You do as the Spirit of God leads you. You follow God. You follow God, you're going to be blessed. You're going to be happy. You know, I'm a happy guy. I love life. I love going to basketball games. I don't mind going to movies now and again. I love life. I love being with my wife. I love playing games. I love eating, as you well know. I love life. We can love life and serve God. Let's do it together. 
God bless you. Have a great day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.